So, um, in this parsha, the pasuk says Lo Sosifu. The Torah writes in Israel Lo Sosifu. You may not add on to the words of the Torah. You may not detract from the words of the Torah. Lo Sosifu, Lo Sigru. Uh, it, that that Avera is written twice in the Torah. It's written once in Parshas Vestanon, in capital, beginning of capital Dalad. I think it's Pasuk Beis. Then again in Parshas Re'eh, um, in capital Yud Gimel, Pasuk Aleph, the Torah writes against of Loisosif. So here it says Loisosifu, and there it says Loisosif. So the, part of the question is, why is the Torah repeated? Why does the Torah change a language? Change a language over there. It's in Lashon Yochid. Here's Lashon Rabin. Parshas Re'ei. It's in Lashon Yochid and Parshas Veschanan. It's Lashon Rabin. So the Sifri in Parshas Re'ei explains this of Loisosif that you should not add on to the Torah means that a person should not come along and change a mitzvah in some way, adding it or subtracting. I'm going to add on. More uh, take, taking to the loving. I'm going to add a fifth section into the tefillin. I'm going to add on four, another bracha under Cheskahanim, or going to subtract. I'm going to take away from the mitzvah. So that's the issue of Loisosif and Loisikra, which is mentioned in the Parshas Re'e. Rashi, for his part, quotes that, sif, that Sifri, which is, which is written in Parshas Re'e. Rashi quotes it over here in Parshas Veschanim. But the Gro in Adair Salio suggests that the reason why the Torah changed the language from Loshan Yochit to Loshan Rabin, uh, number one, and number two, that it, the shot which the Torah says is over there in Parshish Re'eh is where the Sifri says its explanation. It does not say it here in Parshish Vizchanan. It's, it's two different mitzvahs. This over there, like the Sifri says, that a person, any individual person is going to come and in some way change a mitzvah by adding or subtracting to the mitzvah. The issue, which is in Parshat Veskanan, is for the Bezdin to add or subtract onto a mitzvah. So we're going to add a new mitzvah to the Torah, we're going to subtract a mitzvah to the Torah, we're somewhere going to change the mitzvah to the Torah. So that's the issue of the Sifri, what it said in Rabbi, because it's talking to the Bezdin, not to the individual person. Um... So the Rambam in Hilchus Mamrim in Parak Tes, actually, said again, in Parak Bey's Halacha Tes, talks about this Isser and he, he, and he grapples with this Isser of many mitzvah, many times the Chamim seem to add or subtract to the mitzvahs. The Chamim can institute a Gzair which will last forever. Chamim can take, uh, allow an Isser for a short period of time. So at that moment they're going to be they're being megareya they're they're diminishing of the Torah, or they're adding on to the Torah. So why doesn't that go into the Isser of adding and subtracting to the Torah? The Rambam says this in the context of in Parag Beis where he discusses this idea that Bezin has the power to enact gzeros or takanas, and they're binding on Klal Yisrael. That goes into the Isra of the Quran of Loisosser, that you, you, the person cannot deviate. The Pesach says, the Pesach Shoyftim, Loisosser, the smaller person cannot deviate from the words of what the Chachamim say to the right or to the left. So you have to accept 
the Tekanus and Xeris of the Chachamim. The Rambam understands that's referring to Tekanus and Xeris as well, not just to their explanation of Sukkim. So the Rambam then proceeds in Paribes to go through the, the halachas of the power of Bezdin to enact the Tekanah, Bezdin make an act of Tekanah, but there's, there, there's a feedback mechanism from Klai If Klai is not able to accept the Tekanah, the, the it's, it's too difficult for Klai to accept it, so the, the, the Tekanah does not, ha- not have effect. You cannot make a gzera, which the majority of the tzibur cannot maintain. So the Raman goes to all those halachas, and then he, then he says at the end, since Hobi Yeshabez and Ligzer, but lesser Dabra Hamutter, but Yamani Sura Ladaris, Besson has the power to make take something which is Mutter, make it Osir. Or they can permit Isur Mutara in a limit in a time limited basis. So there's an Isra being Moisib or being Megareya. You should not add on to the Ritar, you should not subtract from the Ritar. So how does that how does this power of the Bezdin fit with the Isra of Loisosif and Loisigra? So the Ramam's answer, without reading the language of the Ramam inside, is it depends how it's presented. If it's presented that this is a a mitzvah Torah, that would be an the Raisa for the Bezdin to do so. So the example that I'm going to give is that the, 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 we know that in a Torah, there's an issue of cooking basar and cholov, the meat of a behemoth together with milk, or the meat of a wild animal, basar chaya and milk. There's no issue of the rice of cooking basar oif with milk. A person wants mina rice, a person could take take ch- chicken and cook it in milk, and it's not a problem. Chum came along and said, no, you can't cook chicken and milk. There's an issue of basar oif with Cholov. If they, would come along, if they would come along and say that, that's Osir on a Torah level, they're, they're going to be over the Isser of Baltasif. If they come along and say that, no, this is Mutim in a Torah, but we're making this Gezerah because we, we, we understand there's a potential for confusion because the people's mind, they refer to chicken, they refer to it as meat. So you're allowing this type of meat. So the next one will say, well, you know, it says, So I see chicken is permitted. So gadi is, is a form of a behemoth. So maybe basar chai is mutter. Maybe wild animals, the meat is mutter. And you know, then the guy says, you know what? It only says gadi, which is with goats. So, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with cows, cooking cows, meat, you know, beef with milk. It says, you know what? Even in goats, it says, it has to be the same species. So the only issue is cooking goats and goat's milk. The cooking goat's meat and cow's milk is mother. It says, you know what? It says emo. It's only if you're cooking it as mamash, it's mamash, it's mother's. You know, so next thing you know, if you don't make this of this gazera, the Chalmers said, you don't make a gazera of basar oif, of cooking fowl with milk, we're afraid where it's going to go. So we're, we're saying it's clearly gazera to protect this of the Torah. Um, that's 100% mutter, and uh, there's there's no isra of baltaisit. But if they would come along and say this is ostrim in they'd be over this of baltaisit. So, Rebbe, I mean, there's a lot of times where there's a machlokis between different chachamim or in terms of whether something is an isra der or whether it's just ostrim der And so, would that mean that one side would say the other side is being bal- being offered baltaisit, or just, you know, this is elevatory, elegant sign? I would assume that they're having a machlokis. Well, the Sabbath says that they're wrong, says they're wrong. 
but you can't say that being a Rebbe Altaisa because from their vantage point, what they're doing is the Tzivri Atara. Wouldn't, uh, I mean, wouldn't every case of that be that sort of circumstance of Baal Tosif? Wouldn't it always be that you think the Torah says that and that's why you're saying to do that? No, I think what the Rebbe is saying is if the Chum will present it to the Tzibur that this is also, and they will not clarify that this is only Nisad Rabbanon, and it will be perceived by the Tzibur that this is Nisad Raisa, the Chum have not fulfilled their obligation of presentation to the Tzibur. They're presenting that this is a Nisad Torah. That's what they're doing. One of the explanations to explain why we find certain leniencies in the Rabbanon is Badafka for this reason. I want, we need to make clear that the Rabbanon is a distinct type of an Isra, different and unique than how an Isra the Raisa is. So an Isra the Raisa, Savad Raisa Lechumra. The Chalman, we have a general rule of, called the Tika Rabbanon, okay, the Raisa Tika. Whenever the Chalman make it to God, they always make it comparable to the Torah. So why do we find that when you have a Suffolk and an Isra the Rabbanon, it's Mutter? If you make it parallel to the Isuria Torah, every Suffolk that rises is always the Chumra. So logic would have said that Suffolk the should also be the Chumra. They didn't do that, then you should understand that this is not a derisa. They should they can make it clear like that. Uh, the more talks about certain cases of Tuma that um, they made certain coolers in it that therefore people should realize that this this Tuma touches Truma. So if Truma becomes Tommy at the Raisa level, you have to burn the Truma. If it's not Tommy at the Raisa level, there's an issue to burn the Truma. Now it becomes Tommy Rabbanan. So Chama created a Madrega of Tarlan, which means you don't burn it. Um, but you can't eat it. So we're stuck with Badafka making certain leniencies to make clear to you that you shouldn't burn this. So how many times will, will Badafka put into the Rabbanan a way to make it distinct and that it's clear that it's not a Torah Isser? Because if they wouldn't do so, and the people, if they're generating a mitzvah, which people will think is their Isa, they might be over the Shabbat because they're adding on to an album, they're adding on to Mitzvah Torah. If they come and say, listen, we hold it, this, this is Trout Nabosik, so uh, that's not Baltasif. That they're not they're not coming to add on to the Torah, they're coming to they believe if they honestly believe that this is what Shot and the Bosik is, so they're not doing anything wrong. So I'm sorry, yeah. I'm just trying to wrap my head. So what they're allowed to add is to I, I lack the vocabulary, but they're allowed to add is practice that people are going to do, but they can't say it's from the Torah. Correct. But their source to make those things is derived from their authority in the Torah. Correct. So that's the balance over here. So this is what the Rambam says. Now it comes along, the Ravid, and the Ravid says that in general, the Isra Baltasa of Altigra applies to Mitzvah Sase. It doesn't apply to those Sase's. Okay? So here we're talking about this, you're cooking Basa Bacholov and eating Basa Bacholov. They're talking about, in Alosa this whole discussion of the Rambam, Baltasa, Baltigra, doesn't make any sense. So the Ravid says. It doesn't say why. We should differentiate between an Asay and Alosa Asay. So um, uh, the Chinuch uh, the quotes this rival, and he's, um, there the Mishra Chinuch says that what the difference between an Asay and Allah Sasay is we find that then the Parsha's Akrimus, the, uh, the Pasuk says that Ushmartim es Mishmarti. So you should be Shimer that which the Mishra is the Mishmeris. So it was all Darshan. That Ushmartem is referring to the Bezin, Mishmeris the Mishmarti. Create a protective fence to that which I've commanded you shouldn't do. And there are more quotes in Yavamis in, in the second paragraph, and um, This is the source that Shalom 
was Gerzer the Schneers. There's these, there are women who are also on the Torah level, Arias, and then there are relatives which the, the Torah did not ask, Shalomelech Asr, because of the concern if you allow those, people will confuse that with this or Torah. So a man's going to marry, man cannot marry his daughter or his, or his granddaughter. He can, Midarais, he can marry his great granddaughter. Chalmers said, no, you can't marry a great granddaughter because that's confusing. If you marry a great granddaughter, they might marry a granddaughter. Right? So a person would, would, would do such a thing. So they said, no, a great granddaughter is also us, um, etc. So that's called Shneeus. And Mor says, well, where does Shemuel get the authority to do this? So the Mishnah says there's a, there's a specific Tzibri to create what the Ramadan describes over here, a protective fence around Isurim. So how can the Mira is about Right, so where is Baltasif? The Torah does not. The Torah says specifically in, mish, in a Mishmeris. Mishmeris is that something you have to be shamer yourself from. You have to protect yourself from. You have to be careful with. So that's a loisa said. Don't do this. Okay. Now make a protective offense that you won't come to do that. So that's by loisa says. But now we're talking about doing an say The Torah. We don't find that the Torah commanded you to make a Mishmeris for an ase. So so what are you doing? Although the Chumrah are coming and saying along, well, let's add a little more to the mitzvah. Whoa, that's Yisra Baltais. But the example the Ramam gave, he does not see it as, as being a, a problem at all. That, 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 that's, that's, can, can you add to her Dorabanan then? A Mishmeris to a Mishmeris? Well, so, no, like uh, an Ase that the Dorabanan have come up with. So can you add, like, uh, like Kani candles or Purim, right. can you make more Mitzvahs. Can you, can you make more mitzvahs out of them? Right. Because they're assays and so so the, the, the at, at that level the the rabbi was going to get to the rabbi. When you get into assays, a, a positive commandment you have, you still have to differentiate between the command of the Torah and the command of the chachamim. Right. If I come along and tell you, listen, the command of the rice level, you must you must light Hanukkah. That's a problem. It's, it's only it's only the command at the rabbanon level. Mm-hmm. If I, the rabbi gets up and says, "Listen, rabbi, say no." It's in the midst of the rice that you must light Hanukkah lift. That's, that's a, necessary. Right. That's a problem because you're being more, so you're adding a new mitzvah to the Torah. Rishon says six six thirteen. You say no, 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 six fourteen. So Rishon says, "Excuse me, that's not what I said." So that's that's where the problem comes up. Comes along the kuzri. Comes along the kuzri, and the kuzri says a fascinating thing. He says, like, like, like Chad was asking before, like we're, we're, we're walking out of balance over here. The authority for the Chalmers to do this is a derisive concept. Based on Loi Saucer, or based on other sources, right? the Gemara says, the Gemara says two, two sources, Loi Saucer and the do not deviate from what the Chalmers say, which is understood to mean not only when they interpret words of the Torah, but if they make an, any form of an enactment, whether it's Xera, whether it's Tzachana, or etc., so it's a, it's, a, it's a Torah commandment to listen to that. But it's not an Issa Deraisa. What do the words mean? It's a Torah commandment, it's not an Issa Deraisa. Right? That the Rambam is saying. So how do you understand the Rambam? So the, the, the Kuzri says that, that, that that's incorrect. That this about Torah about, about, doesn't apply at all to the Tukhanas of the Chachamim. Because that's, their authority is vested in the Torah. The Torah says that they should make these enactments. So where's the... Of course it's Deraisa. Right? It, it, that's the command of the Torah. That's what the Torah expects, expects them to do. So, so they're not making the 614th mitzvah. They're taking the 613 mitzvahs, 
one of them is commanding them to make enactments, and they're making enactments. So they're doing. This is part of number six of number five twenty eight. You know, whatever number you call it, right? It's not six fourteen. This is this is all. So when I light Hanukkah, I'm doing the mitzvah of the Torah number five twenty eight. So listen to the Chachamim. So it's not a new mitzvah, but it's a deraisa. It's incorrect to, to call it a that we have to stress it's only drabanan. So, um, so we then, I mean, the brachas that the Chazal were masakin, then we'd say those are deraisa then. So it's a fascinating question. Well, we do find a concept called a derabbanan versus a deraisa, right? So how do you understand? According to the Rambam, it's a general question. How do you understand? The, the, the Rambam says that, that every derabbanan is based on lososer. The Rabban argues. The, the Rabban says that the mitzvah of Lososo, which means do not deviate, is, is, is referring to the specific instance of a case where a person who's arguing with the, with the, with the Sanhedrin and he has his opinion against the opinion of the Chachamim, Azakar Mamre, and he's following his opinion against the words of the Chachamim. That's all the Torah is talking about. This the Rabban thing is not based on that. That's the Rabban's opinion. Rabban says no. That this pasuk of Lososo, do not deviate, refers to every Tekan of the Rabban. Kavalik, because it's all the rices. So, so what does it mean? There's the rabbanans and there's the rices. So uh, that's one. Of, that's, a, that's one. Of, that's one of the rabbans kashas on the Rambam. So according to you, every rabbanan is the rices. So what does it mean? There's something called a rabbanan. What do the words mean? So the question already really starts in the Rambam, not in the in the Kuzari. It's a question really in the Rambam already. How does the Rambam differentiate? But you see, the Rambam is sort of making this balance between the two. Yeah, it's in the rice, but it's only rabbanan. Like really, like how do, that's the Rambam is creating. If you come along and say this is this is what the Torah meant, that you're already said the rice. If you say no, 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 the Torah meant that you should listen to me as the rabbi. But I'm it's the rabbi talking. So then the Asher Kitshanu Mitzvah is only in the mitzvah that dealt with you listen can make enactments and you have to listen to the teaching. Well, that, that's well, that's the more and the Vitzivanu is really on them. Commanding you to do something. So, so that, that's exactly what the Amor says about it. The Amor says, The Amor says, You say, You make a. Bershom commanded us to light Ner Where? That's the Amor's question. Where does the Torah say? The Amor says, It says, You have to listen to the rabbi. So the place that Bershom commanded us is in the, 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 this command. So the. So the Kuzari the is saying that, that these. So I once heard from a gifter, and uh, you know uh, how to eat it 100. percent You need to, need to explain a little bit. He says every drabonon. What what really he's saying over here is every drabonon really is the chachamim's deeper understanding of what the what the message of the Torah was. It's not just you know they're they're adding an appendage which is like totally foreign. So I'll give you an example. Um, we have about uh, seven mornings until we should die. Okay, okay. So I'll give you an example. So if has the following thought. There's a Gemara on Shabbos. The Gemara says that we know that there's an Isra of Muqs on Shabbos. Certain things you're not supposed to move on Shabbos. The Gemara says the Isra of Muqs is connected to the Isra of Hitzor, of carrying out. So the Ram understands on a very simplest, simple level that the last thing you hold in your hands, the last thing you're potentially going to carry. So theoretically, they should have made everything else. You should never have anything in your hands all Shabbos. You walk around like this the whole Shabbos, you never make a mistake and carry anything out. But that's not realistic. We have to eat. We have to use swarm. So we, we need our forks. We need our knives. You know, so we're not going to make you do this. But as much as we can limit, we're going to limit. That's what the Rabbin says. They're very simple understanding. Reverse is a totally different understanding. He says like this. Let's understand. 
every the definition of the word malacha on Shabbos, which means which is translated as work, is a horrible translation because it's not done with work. Because the way, like we said, flipping on a switch is not work, and moving a moving a heavy sofa is work. But you're allowed to move a heavy sofa on Shabbos, and you're not allowed to switch on the lights. So, so what it says the word malacha means taking the world and subjugating it to be your agent, like like a maloch is your shliach. So the word malacha is connected to the word malach, which means your your agent. So taking the world and subjugating it to, to get it to do what you want to do is taking the power which exists in the world, creative work. That's how he translated. So the Russian created the world, and the Shabbos that we, we limit our ability to to take the powers which exist in the world and use them for our purposes. So taking fire and making bread out of it, no, don't do that, right? So you can't do that, etc. She so says. We get through all the malachas, and we can see that there's an element of creative work. You're you're changing. You're making a real bona fide change in something. Even the malacha of sod, which is capturing something, all the animals the same. Just now he's stuck inside the, the enclosure. But an animal which is free, an animal which is captured, are two different animals in a certain sense. We perceive that differently. That's also a change. You've made a bona fide change. What about the issur of hitzor? What's the issur of hitzor? The issur of hitzor is you take the item from inside the house to the outside of the house. Nothing changed. He says, what is that tell, telling me? That the definition of, some, of an item is not defined by it, it itself, but it's, it's, it's always defined vis-a-vis its surroundings. Right? Because the function of an item in a, private, in a private area is different than the function of an item in a public domain. So the item changes, as it were, based on not that the item physically changed, but how you perceive it. He says, well, what is moksa? Moksa is an item which you had no intent to use before Shabbos. And now in Shabbos, you're changing how you, what your plans are for it. So it's, again, you're changing it it's in, a, in a perception way. So the root of the concept of muksa is, is rooted in the concept of Hitzot. So there's an example where the Chachamim came and added a whole new layer based on what they saw in the Torah. They didn't make up out of, out of the, just out of the thin air. They said, wow, you know, this is a message that, this is the, that the definition of an item is defined not by its physical reality only, but by how it's perceived, how people relate to it. Oh, so Mux is also a question of how you relate to it. So every Dirbana really is rooted in the, in, the, in the Torah. That's an example. Shiva said that's a rule. If you're good at it, you can figure out every one how each Dirbanan is the Chum's deep understanding of the Raisa and applying it to the situation. So that's what the Kuzari is really saying. They're not adding anything new. That's what there's only Sir Baltoisa, because they're not adding anything new. They're just expanding, they're, they're saying this is what the Torah. The Torah meant. You find such a concept by the by Cholamoyed, the Torah did not even define what work is in Cholamoyed. The, the, the Ramban says that the, the, the Torah gave it over to the Chachamim to define. So there you free, clearly find such a concept over there. So you find such areas where the Torah empowered the Chachamim to define what reality, what, 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 what the real message of the Torah is. And that's, I think, the, the Kuzari's understanding. So we have the Rambam, um, who says anytime the Chachamim enacts something new, they have to be very clear to people it's not a derisive. You have the Kuzri on the other side. The Kuzri says, no, they don't have to do that because really it is, the, it is rooted in the Torah. And they're, they're not over any Isser by doing that. <laughs> and we have the Ravid in the middle which says that if they, when they come to Losa says prohibitions, they have a mitzvah on the Torah to make Takonas. And by Asseis, they don't. And there you'd have a problem about Tosa. Okay.